Thank you, Gloria. There's nothing like music that soothes the hearts and minds. I don't know about not having coffee, though, today. What is this, a conspiracy? I, I have a headache. I'm not preaching. Oh. Well, we thank those who are serving us and preparing the place so we can have a great lunch together. We do appreciate you. All the hospitality group, we thank you for that. And may God bless you and honor you as you honor us. Uh, let's open our Bibles to uh, Psalms chapter 32. Our Bibles to Psalms and chapter 32. My uh, message today is divided into two sections. The first section, the first two verses, and the rest until verse 7. So we'll read the first two verses first for the sake of time. How blessed, this is David is writing, how blessed is he whose Transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. How blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. May God bless his word. In some other translation of the Bible where it says happy is he whose sins are forgiven. Happy. And if your sins are forgiven today, you should be happy. You should smile in my face and look at me. Don't look like this, you know. You should smile because you have an assurance. You have something that the world does not have. You have forgiveness. And I want to talk about forgiveness today. And happy is that person. The Bible does not address genders, but it's understood. It is happy is the woman and happy is the man. Happy all that have experienced this. David, the writer of this psalm, Committed many sins in his life. And I think you do all agree with me. But the sin that stands out is his adultery with Bathsheba. And the plot he devised to kill her husband Uriah. On top of this, he stubbornly refused to confess his sin. That's the key to our message today. He probably said in his heart, I'm a king. I have authority. People will forget this incident very soon. And after all, no one knows the details except it's me and my, between myself, no one. But he didn't even think of God at that time. Then news of my conquest will cover all this. And, you know, 
time will heal. That was what he was thinking. Remember, he is the writer here. Little did he know he was fighting against God. And against his own conscience. And so many people today, they commit all kinds of sins. And they call them mistakes. And some other people call them weaknesses. They do all kinds of weaknesses. And uh, they think, well, God forgets about them. That's all right. Because what we have, we have a forgiving God, right? All right. And yes, we do have a forgiving God. But there is a way to get his forgiveness. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. As a result, what happened to him, he became a nervous wreck. And I read uh, a comment on this by a great writer. He says he realized that God's hand was heavy upon him, blocking him, thwarting him, frustrating him at every turn in his life. Nothing worked out right anymore in his life. The gears of life never meshed. The carefree days vanquished and continued existence was an unappealing as an arid wilderness. Anyone who lives with a sin and tries to hide it, though they are jolly at times, though they throw all kinds of jokes, though they try to impress you with their Oh, happy go, uh, lucky lives. Oh, whatever they do. And they say, honey, how are you doing? We're doing great. I'm doing fine. And that sin is eating them within, like David. And uh, life is bitter inside. Until one day, talking about David, came the prophet and confronted him. To face his sin. And the result is this psalm, Psalm 32. The result of this is Psalm 32. And it's written for us to learn from it. And he said at the very, after he corrected his life, everything with God, he cries out, he says, blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. He experienced. He experienced forgiveness. And it's written, this psalm is written for our instructions. And how it is needed. How precious it is. How comforting is the word of God. Oh, what a feeling to be forgiven. Let me ask you a question. Those who are really forgiven and they know that they have the forgiveness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you describe your feeling? You want to say hallelujah. You want to scream and shout because forgiveness, you cannot buy it with money. Forgiveness is a gift of God. Forgiveness is the result of the mercy of God and the grace of God. The grace that came down to us and forgave us. Our sins. What a feeling. Finally stood before God. David stood before God face to face. No more running, he says. No more running. No more hiding. 
But finally, I'm justified by God's grace and his mercy. David's relationship immediately was restored and is overwhelmed by the assurance of God's word and God's forgiveness. He burst out this wonderful psalm and he said, blessed that all who are forgiven by the Lord. That's what his shout was. With joy, after a year away from God, he found that God still forgives. He found favor in the eyes of God. It's not the wealth, let me say this, it's not the wealth of this world, nor the position we attain neither in the fame that we gather on our journey, which David had, and more than that. The only peace and forgiveness is found is God himself. It's a relationship, a personal relationship with the Lord. And to be more specific, it's a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes, forgiveness. You can't put a price on it. I stand before you a happy man. Why? Because Jesus has forgiven my sins. And he did not forgive me because I just... I'm a good man. Or he found me doing, coming to church and doing, no, not at all. He forgave me because I had to do something with my sins. We're coming to that. And that's why I tell you I can stand before you a happy man. He forgave me because I confessed my sins. And you say, Adol, I broke many laws in my life. I cheated. I have done so many things. Let me tell you one thing. Did Dave do so many things? Did he commit adultery? Well, you know the story. Did he kill someone? You know the story. So how about uh, an adulterer and a murderer? And then when he was forgiven, you know what God said about him? What did he say about him? I have found David, the son of Jessa, a man after my own heart. I take, take relief today. Take child of God. Child of God. If at a certain time knew that God has forgiven you your sins and has set you free. Yet let me tell you one thing. He forgot them forever and run and enjoy life in the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. It's not free for all, not at all. Enjoy the liberty in Christ. Enjoy that forgiveness because God had mercy on you and on me. And that's why I say this morning, it should uplift us. We are not living more in guilt. We're not running away. We're not 
being haunted by guilt at night. I have done this. Some people have, have done so many. I don't know. God knows the hearts. But at a certain time, you lost sleep because of a certain sin in your life. And God did not forget about it until you faced it before him. And say, Lord, forgive me, I have sinned. That's forgiveness. And he said, when you come to him, he said, please, I need your pardon. He said, you're pardoned for this and this and this and that. I don't know how many sins. We can't count them. Walking on the face of this earth is a sin. And you know, our people of old during the days when they lived under the law, they had to offer for every sin. They have to offer what? Get a sacrifice. And I said it before, I said now. If I needed to come and offer for my sins every day a cow, I will have to have all the Nevada land they're fighting about now and all the cows in the world because every day I need a couple of them. But this Jesus of ours that we love, he offered himself a sacrifice for you and for me once and for all. And he sat at the right hand of glory and he's telling you you're forgiven. So let me ask you this question this morning. Have you been forgiven? Can you sing with David? I want to encourage you. Can you sing with David? Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Can you sit there? Sit on your side and say, hey, I'm forgiven. I'm happy. And let me tell you one thing. If you cannot say that, there is something wrong. There is something wrong. And someone was asked one day, says one day, you're so happy. What, what, what do you think is the reason? He said, let me tell you, the reason is, and he quoted one day the psalm that says, as far as the east is from the west, this is why I'm happy and rejoicing. So far has he removed my, from me my transgressions. In Psalm 102.12, as far from the east is from the west, I am forgiven because my transgressions have been completely removed. Can you say that? And he wrote, he wrote that poem. I want to read it to you. He said, how far is the east from the west? That cannot be measure, measured or proved. But farther than this, so the Bible tells me my sins have forever been removed. How high are the heavens above? An infinite, measureless space. But higher than this is the gift of God's love. So great is his mercy and grace. How deep are the depths of the sea? A fathomless measure, you say, but farther than this. So my Savior tells me my sins are forever cast away. 
Have your sins been forgiven? The last verse of this poem, they're gone and forgotten by God, and God has removed every doubt, for covered by blood are my many transgressions, my sins are forever blotted out. Are you forgiven? The reason he was forgiven, and I'm not going to take you time, is because he confessed them. Let's read now. As I said, we spoke about forgiveness. Let's read from verse 3. Verse 3. Same chapter. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, thy hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was drained away as with the fever heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to thee, and my iniquity I did not hide. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and thou didst forgive the guilt of my sin. And thou did forgive the guilt of my sin. I have sinned. The secret of forgiveness is to come to the Lord Jesus Christ and confess your sins. There is no for forgiveness without confession. Though as, as beautiful as it is, the feeling is great, the assurance is great, but it will never happen. And God only uh, forgives a pardoned sinner, a confessing sinner, someone who says, Lord, forgive me. I confess my sins. I have sinned against you. Someone said, Christ can forgive any sin. He can overlook none. So we cannot say, well, he'll forget about this. He'll forget about this one. Uh, no one knows. But no one knows. I might not know. Your husband might not know. Your wife might not know. Your people. But God knows everything. God knows and he sees everything. King David tried with all his might, the Bible says, to hush his sin, but in vain. He tried to keep silent about it, but his body wasted away, as he says, through groaning all day long. He could not stifle his conviction and tried in vain to divert his mind and start doing celebrations as a king. You know, I can do this. I can party. I can do anything I want. These things, uh, whatever you want to do. And if there's a sin that is bugging you, if there is a sin that is there, if there is a guilt, whatever you do is not going to go away. It's not until you come face to face to the Lord Jesus Christ and say, Lord, I have sinned. Please forgive me. That's what he did. It's written for us to learn. That's what he did. Doing good will not erase it, will it? Those of you who were forgiven, I'm sure you did some good things. Did it erase the sin? No. 
Only the blood of Jesus Christ can erase the sin. And he is the only one who can declare you're forgiven. Only one. Going to church. Say, I'm going to go Sunday to church. I am going. I am going to go to Sunday, Sunday. Especially next week. Uh, on Easter, we're going to go to church. Will it blot away your sins? No. We'll not do it. Confessing to the priest will not do it. Donating money to the saints, whoever the saint is, will not do it. Only confessing sins to Jesus Christ will give you the relief you're looking for and the relief you seek and true joy for this journey. Are you burdened? You feel like his, I'm, I'm like David today. Though I did not murder or kill or uh, commit adultery, but there are many sins that we carry. Are you burdened? I invite you this afternoon to confess your sins to the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't go to the priest. Don't come to me. Don't go anywhere. Go to Jesus Christ. He is the only one who can tell you, you are free. Go, indeed. God's heavy hand was upon him. He withered away. You know what he says? He withered away. My vitality was drained away as with the fever heat of summer. Day and night, your hand is heavy upon me. Do you feel it? God can forgive. Until he said, I confessed my sin. Until he confessed his sin. Until he repented and humbled himself before God Almighty. He broke down and wrote this for us all. He said, I confess my transgressions to the Lord and you did forgive me my sin. Notice. He said, you did forgive me my sin. How long did it take God to forgive him his sin? Can you help me here? A month? A year? He said, hey, you stayed in your sin one year. At least they call it equal. Let's make a deal. You can't make a deal with God. Because he's loving. He's merciful. No deal. Regardless where you are, he said. Immediately, he said. And he took away my sin. He forgave me my sin. In your seat, where you're sitting here, you know your sins if you confess them. The Lord Jesus will tell you, before you leave this place, your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Go and sin no more. Our God is a loving God. And he waits for you to make this move. He's waiting. He's Filled with forgiveness. He is full of forgiveness. And he is willing to say, you are forgiving. But he will not give this final word unless we confess our sins. It's a given. Forgiveness is available for each and every one. But it's conditional. What's the condition of it? Confessing your sins. You cannot do anything you want and say, well, you know, God knows that I'm a weak person. Uh, he will forgive me. Yes, he will. If you come to him repentant 
and ask him to take away your sins. And then afterwards, as he told the woman, go and sin no more. You will say, I will live from now on, Lord. I will not try and sin anymore, but I will live to honor you. And thank you for giving, for giving me my sin. That's all. Does it mean you are not, you're going to be a saint all the way? Well, you will be a saint by a title. We are all saints. I'm a Saint Adel here for you. Though name, my name is strange, but that's all right. It's not Saint Mark or Saint John. Saint jo okay, that's fine. Saint whoever, you are a saint because God has given you this. We are all saints, but we sin as we go through life. One thing different, when you have the coverage of God's forgiveness, the salvation from sin, there is one big difference. And listen to me. God, when he forgave you, he forgave you your sins of the past. You confess them. The future, you did not confess them because you didn't know about them. The present, you don't know about them. We don't know what we're going to do outside now. Hopefully, we'll all, go, all behave and be a good people, right? You know, but he said he forgave you past, present, and future. They're all under the blood. As soon as you catch yourself doing a sin, confess it to the Lord and go forward. You cannot say, well, hey, uh, here I am, I'm... I'm, I'm it's, it's back, back to zero. No, it's not. God did not save you to torture you. God saved you to take your hand and give you strength over sin and victory forever and ever. This victory was won on the cross of Calvary. He there defeated the devil. And Satan, and next week we're going to hear about his resurrection. And he took your sins and mine away and took them to the grave and buried them there. And you cannot get back to them. I read the story about a man. He wanted to get relief from his all sins and iniquities. He renounced the world, lost all things, yet no peace. Guilty. It seemed to him in his lonely condition that the Lord was asking something more. But I have given everything to you, Lord. He cried, depressed. Well, all but one thing he heard in his conscience answered the Lord. What is it, Lord? Your sins. Your sins. The Bible clearly says, if we confess, we have to confess. It's not good word, Adol. It's not we heard a good message. It's not we enjoyed sitting there. You have to face it with the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to confess, he says. If we confess our sins, this is, this is what God is requiring each and every one who's unsaved. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And this applies to every believer too. Because we fall into sin on a daily basis as long as we confess them and don't go back to them. Don't go back to them. The Lord will give you victory. I read uh, Corrie Ten Boom. You know, you've heard about her. Once said, 
when we confess our sins, God casts them into the deepest ocean. Gone forever, then God places a sign out there that says, no fishing allowed. Don't think of them. Did you confess them? How about this sin? How about that sin? Did you confess them? Yes, Adol, I did. Then don't go and fish anymore. No, the Lord died for them. The Lord died for them, regardless what they are. When did you confess? When did you accept the Lord Jesus as a substitute for you on that cross of Calvary? When he took your sins away, you believed in that and said, I believe in you. I believe you are now my Savior. You saved me from my sin. From that day on, happy birthday. From that day on, from that day on, don't let any guilt or any sin bother you in your life. Because Jesus Christ bought your salvation with his own blood. And his blood avails forever. And what, what is Jesus asking us to do? To give him our sins today. It's not in doing some today from now on I'm going to be a good man. How many times did you tell yourself in the morning, I am going to be a good boy today. And that day you promise God to be a good boy, you're the worst boy in the neighborhood. That's me. But thank God. He gives us grace and gives us victory. And this is what he's asking us to do today. You want forgiveness. It's available. Confess your sins. Give me your heart. Give me your life. Give me everything. Confess it. And walk with me. And don't leave and forget about it. And walk with me with no guilt as long as you live. And I will compensate you. I'll give you peace in life. I'll give you joy in your heart. I'll give you assurance that nothing can disturb you as long as as you walk with me. You notice I said, walking with Christ. So many times we invite him to walk with us, we're on the wrong side of the street. Don't do that. He is always on the right side of the street. Cross that street and walk where he's walking, not where you're walking. Walk with me. Uh, come, Lord, walk with me. No, wrong. Lord, let me walk with you. And that's the life that you want to live, a life worthy of his calling. And what it takes, repent from your sin. Come to Jesus Christ, I have sinned. Please forgive me. And he says, I will forgive you. And your iniquities, I will remember no more. And the Bible says today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Adol, you're talking sense. Okay. But I'm not ready yet. This is the hardest answer. I've heard it many times in my life. The saddest answer when someone says, I'm not ready yet. We're ready for anything else? 
We prepare and get ready for vacation. We get ready, we make plans for any, make plans for work, you make plans for tomorrow. I used to prepare my suit a day before, getting ready to go to work, right? Okay, we're getting ready for this. Why don't we get ready for eternity? Why don't we get ready to walk with God? Why don't we get ready to take him as Savior? Why don't we get ready to have the forgiveness that we have been craving for? But we didn't know the key to it. The key is to confess our sins and get along and walk the journey with Jesus Christ. This is a direct appeal to everyone struggling today. If you are struggling, God is able to forgive you. Confess your sin. Do not forsake the good news. Do not turn your back to God. Turn around. Jesus is waiting to welcome you, to forgive you, and give you eternal life. You want forgiveness? Let's bow our heads for prayer. Do you want forgiveness? That sin in your life, confess it this afternoon and ask Jesus to come into your heart. Lord Jesus, take over. Change me. I confess it. I want to live to honor you from now on. I want to walk with you. Would you tell him that? If you do, you leave this place a different person, saved, happy, rejoicing, and never again to live a life of defeat, a life of guilt. Our Father, we thank you for your word. This is your word, not mine. This is your message, not mine. And this message, come to me. You, are, you who are heavy burdened, guilty, heavy hearted, and I will give you rest. Rest is in you. Forgiveness is in you, Lord. Help us not to leave this place with any guilt on the conscience. But take it all, put it at your feet, and ask you to forgive us. This is the call. Work in our hearts. Change our lives. And help us to live a life worthy of our calling. Dismiss us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The meeting is over.